Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love <laughs> It's reality, yes Let's love Poodle? describe to someone who's never seen a wedding dress before or just a dress in general how would you describe rebecca's wedding dress um when you want to go out to the club and get fucked in the bathroom but you also want to get married in the courthouse (laughs) (laughs) that is so accurate because we were waiting for a cab at the hotel this morning at like four in the morning in Vegas when all the clubs got out and there was a group of girls wearing all these type of dresses drunk as a club. One threw up in a trash bin because they yeah. had been dancing in a club wanting to I, get fucked in a club bathroom. I would say if you you are dressing for the club but off on the off chance you meet someone you want to get married that night, this is what you wear. The slit the was slit. so high, and t- you and could so almost see her, her union jack. <laughs> 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 and it was so to the you. It was so to the side. You could almost. I don't know when you say union jack if you mean her. Um, the front brigade or the the uh, or the squad bringing up the rear. I think it was whatever side hit the wind first. <laughs> um, Whichever way the flag waved. 
It was the slit. I I was taken aback. I did not like the front of the dress at all it, either. It was all it of it. It did not fit her well. No, no, no. It did it's not fit she's her a, at all. There was no, no fit She's an to attractive it. woman, and it... And it, and her body is nice, and I I don't know what she's trying to do with this dress. It didn't no supporting. It looked like just a slutty nighty. It was bad. It, it was. It's, it's one of the one worst for the now. books. <laughs> one of the worst. But that slit, y'all, it just kept going and going and going. <laughs> also, the suit did not fit him at all. I agree. He looked terrible, too. He looked was big he and boxy. A, was he wearing a, like a... He wasn't wearing a suit. It was this kind of like jacket with slacks that neither one of them looked like they were made in the same decade. No. And look... It was bad. I understand. I'm sorry. In this day and age, you can find cute wedding dresses and you can find cute wedding suits or jackets or whatever on a budget that still look nice on you. What I don't understand is why production lets them get by with things like this. In the in the U.S. version of this, I think one of the reasons this is preempted is production at the last minute goes – we saw the dresses they picked out. We got to change this because this does not look good. Yeah, I don't and, think they do that. And we've had those substitutions last minute um, for dresses. Remember, Danielle didn't wear the dress she picked out. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I think about it, y'all. That's the dress production probably got for Danielle. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 90 Day UK, I don't think has the same budget as 90 Day Fiance. It's a different production. I think company. it's a different production goal a different aesthetic and storytelling goal and i'm gonna say now i don't agree with it this season i know it's a brave brave well, stance brave. that i'm making <laughs> how brave <laughs> I, i'm like, out there on the vanguard i this y'all i don't mean to be uh we kind of call him like we see him yeah i don't mean to be cruel but um I don't know what's more offensive, this dress or Tion's reaction. I literally had to sit and I went, that's seeing Tion's reaction. I went, that's terrible, egregious. Nothing could be worse. Oh, God, that dress. Yeah. I'm on the I fence. I think all, the only thing worse is their fight when he basically screamed at her and at any minute in a drunken rage. Um, and that's when I was like, boy, you're, you're so pretty. I just wish you had never spoken. You so good. I'm glad that didn't turn you on. No, good. No, he's an Poodle, asshole. That is improvement. I know. I'm trying. See, I just don't know. With, I felt like they were the most fraudacity of the episode. Well, the also, I feel like they were done with it. I don't know how long they're in the moment after they were married, but it felt like they had no emotional connection it to it when they were talking about it. You know what? Let's just talk about Rebecca and Christian first since we're yeah. talking about them. Real quick, we want to remind The episode them. is called You Are yes. So Cheap, Season 2, Episode 12. You are so cheap. Things I yell to Poodle as his business partner <laughs> on the daily. All the time. Uh, all the time. And I'm just trying to get better margins for us. This is the last episode of 90 Day UK, y'all. We are having to tell all. We don't know if it's going to. We are assuming it's following up next week. Uh, it did not say at the end of this episode. It, next week. It said, it said this fall. Um, I, I, so we don't know when we're getting it. Um, but it is coming. We're, we will watch it. We will cover it. So 
we'll let you know. Um, also, we're going to let oh, surprise because we uh, didn't talk about it. I told Poodle's going to be doing a, what are you going to be doing this episode, Poodle? A BB corner. All BB. He's going to be raw, unadulterated BB content. He's going to be talking about Big Brother this episode. We're going to do it this corner. Also, uh, we want to remind you our interview with Petey Silvera comes out tomorrow on the public feed uh, as well. The last resort sessions and and the last resort. She's one of the therapists on that show. Loved it. Great. Check it out. Um, we love doing our collab last week with Ace and Caitlin. Y'all love that. Our by curious episode of Sister Wives that normally is not on the public feed, but we did it because we want to share as a collab. Time. Yeah, it was great. I had a good time. If you want to see the video of that, he's handsome. She's pretty too, but he's handsome. Uh, you can watch that on the fifteen dollars tier of Patreon. We had and a really Supercast. good time. A lot of the a lot of the sissies who are also trash bags members of their that's what they're called their trash Patreon. bags, right? Trash yeah. bags. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to clarify. Trash sissies. No, I, I would call them that to their face. Trash bags. Wow. One one woman in the sissy squad said, "I, I've been listening to the podcast a long time, but I've never actually watched the shows. Now I feel like a real garbage person." And I just responded, "Honey, you are always garbage. <laughs> now you're just living your authentic garbage life. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to authenticity." Welcome to September Fully Loaded. I know. Plathville, be sure to check out. Did you see? We're going to talk. Did you see the picture of Ethan Plath working on that car? Oh, yes. And his hot friend. Yeah. Ethan Plath, he's never, he's done it for you before. He's never done it for me before, but he looked good. He's done it for me before. Yeah. You arguably say, and I think you're right, he fucks the best. Out of all of them. Totally. Where are we? Um, Golden Bachelor. Hey. That's the new show. Hey. We're covering the Golden Bachelor on ABC. <sighs> He's 71 looking for love and only has probably 20 to 25 years of his life as he's lucky. <laughs> and only. And only. An if he's un- lucky. An unlimited supply of Viagra pills. Yes. Sponsored um, by Viagra. If they, Viagra. Don't, if they don't have Viagra sponsoring this show, they did it wrong. I know. They've done it wrong. Uh, we're excited for that. Y'all are excited for that. Um, so, Got anyway. some good collabs lined up with some Bachelor pods and some other reality TV pods we haven't talked to yet. So yep. we're excited. Love is we're Blind is- to dip our, dip our wicks. Wicks. Love is Blind is coming up too. Uh, we're excited about that. We've At the end of the season, we've got- um, uh, some collabs coming up with that. We've already talked to two, two black-, black girls, one rose. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing and like bad TV with Patrick and uh, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're gonna. I'm scared for that one because I think we're doing in person at their studio, and I'm, we are. Uh, well, first of all, I'm, I'm gonna have to drive because they're gonna get you drunk. I hope they don't roofie me and take advantage of me. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Boys, I promise you, I'm not, don't put something in my drink. I'm not responsible for the way I act. (sighs) Something's come over me. Yeah, that's it. 
Anyway, y'all. I'll bring some roofies for myself. <laughs> so much content. The Bachelor, I believe, airs on September twenty eighth. So we don't get we don't get screeners for that show yet. We'd like yeah. to. So we'll be watching Almost it with no you. No one does. Yeah, I don't think most people do. So we'll be watching with you. So that'll be coming out the uh, probably last week, first week of October, because we need more to do. Because yeah. it's too late. Because you've already branded it. What are we calling October Poodle? We had. I don't September like this. was September was fully loaded. I got this from seeing a <laughs> strangely a pizza ad. Uh, uh, it said full pizza for Red Baron, full, fully loaded and hand tossed. So y'all, <laughs> October is you're gonna get hand tossed by us. <laughs> I, I do not like this. <laughs> toss, 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 toss. <sighs> We're gonna be. Fisting you, wow. tossing just you around. Pound that dough, just pop, 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 pop. Exactly. Wow. Gonna get hand tossed. <sighs> and we love you because we're using our hands. That's it. <laughs> That's it, y'all. That's what we're doing for you. So, <laughs> oh, I don't think any of them ever want to get fucked by a gay guy. No. <laughs> Um, also, this is a tease just because we're, I don't think we're allowed to talk about it yet. So, but if you aren't following, following us on TikTok, social media, I would say that probably sometime next week, you're probably going to want to do that because we're going to, an, going to something, an event that you might want to follow our social media about the mid next week. I'm glad you said that because I was still clueless about it, what it was <laughs> until you said it. And then I went, oh yeah, you are the worst marketer promoter. I, I still don't know what you're talking about half the time. I don't think you describe them well. <laughs> no, I don't tell people what it is. You can't hold anything back. No. Let's do this. Okay. Let's talk about David. And I'm apparently. No, mi- you were talking. We, we oh, wanted yeah. to talk about Rebecca and Christian. Rebecca first. and Christian. Let's talk. Okay. So uh, you didn't feel like a lot of this was fraudacity to you. It yeah. did to me. Oh, okay. No, okay. It, it did feel that way to me. It's just. What I did not like is him screaming at her and her looking down like an abused wife. I guess I, I just felt it was so not. Yeah, it felt fake fight to me. He's but like a I agree. fucking. But he's like a mean drunk. If it's real, then he is a mean drunk. But yeah. it just felt fake. To, it just felt so like they took a scene. They took scenes out of a Lifetime movie. But before that, let's talk about. I don't, I don't think they had any fucking problems. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. How did you feel about him laying in bed at that tank top with his nipple out? Okay, all I could do is stare at that <laughs> nipple. It was basically going, hey, boy. Hey, hey, that. <laughs> you want to come over here? You want to put your mouth on me? Manja, you want to come on my nipple? Come and get to my nipple. I assumed that's Italian and not yes. Spanish. Yes. Come and I'm... Come and I eat my nipple. I it loved was, it. It was staring at me and going and just going, you know, I'm forbidden. Y'all, it's a nice <laughs> size nipple. You know, I don't like small Chris Pratt he nipples. You know, I don't. Built. He is built like a brick shit house. Ooh. When he was doing when he was doing laundry and his arms. Oh, oh, my nice cock. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, he's just an asshole. It's a shame. Well, which um. Kind when of sounds I, like I, somebody you would have dated. When he's when he's sober, he's kind of like you know he was trying to make her laugh. She's like, 
because her father's not coming to the wedding, which is kind of overlooked, and she doesn't really talk about it. Either, like, she doesn't even say why her father's not coming. Okay. Yeah, I just, maybe they didn't agree to be on camera. It, you're so right. I don't think they, I think they had nothing to yep. film with these people. And if you think about Rebecca, we met one of her friends. We don't know anybody else in her life. At their wedding, we didn't know who any of these people were. We don't even know the names of her dog and cat. She has a dog and cat? She has a dog. You didn't see the dog? Oh, yeah, the she does. Like, we don't even yeah. know the name of the dog. And a cat. We know everything about Rebecca and or Rebecca, Danielle and Johan's dog. Piss it on her, Gizmo. <laughs> Gizmo, which does is the same dog that my aunt Peggy used to. Before she had Sophie the Schnauzer that ate her fake lip, she had Gizmo, who was that type of dog, that pug or what? Yeah. I mean, his real name was Giz. What was it? It was I used to know it. Literally, this was the name Peggy would call the dog, and she call it. She go outside. She a Gizmus, Plaxmus, Rodinda, Padawaski, Padawaki, or something, Puppy. That was the name of the dog, and she would call out to it all the time. What was it? Gizmus, Maximus, Rodinda, Plaxmus. No one cares. I'm saying Wait, it, and I realize. How can you remember that? Gizmus, Maximus. Yeah, that's it. Gizmus, Maximus, Rodinda, Platypus, Padawaski, Puppy. But you can't remember Nicole Kidman's name. Because here, they are. Because heartbreak feels good in a place like this. I, that makes me emotional every time. She's every that, time. Every time. Yes, people laugh at it, but she's a she. She carries it off. People, because heartbreak does feel good in a place like the movie theater. I love L.A. because here in L.A., people watch it, and then if I'm in it, and then sometimes when she says they are, everybody will yell out, "They are!" and then we all clap. Because there's gay guys I, who love I Nicole Kidman. I love Kim. going to the movies. I do too. I it will never replace going staying home will never replace going to the movies for me. Agreed. Agreed. When people say we don't go to the movie anymore, we've got this home theater, and I'm like, you're missing out. It's the experience of sitting in the dark with strangers. Uh, this is all I'm going to let you say. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to talk about the wonderful energy of it. And then, like, why do you want to slowly looking around, looking, making eyes, seeing no. who's, then mm -hmm. eyeing the exit, and saying after this scene is over, winking. I read the room. You're like that. We went to <laughs> so when I did go to Vegas, you know, we, it was in the the show, the drag race show is in the Flamingo Hotel. I mentioned about that before. Not a sponsor, but I went to pee afterwards. And I'm sitting there peeing at a stall, and there weren't divisions between the stall. So there's this queen just like, I don't know what the term's for, but just looking at my dick while I'm peeing. I don't care. And so I was like, sure, you get yours. And But then it, I like finished Didn't peeing. Didn't you say no, don't look at me? No, I mean, I kind of just scooted up to the turn. I'm like, whatever. But he's looking at all the – this is Las Vegas, and I almost – I wanted to pull him to si aside, but I think he thought Queen, I was trying to... Queen, you can't look at people's dicks. That's what I, I did. I wanted to pull, and I was, wanted to say, are you new here? This is not safe for you. <laughs> You're going to get the shit beat out of you. You're this not, is not in Puerto Vallarta, honey. This is not a gay hotel. People go to the Flamingo. They see the drag show, and then they disperse and go back to the Cosmopolitan where they belong. It's true. Vegas is not, even though you were there it during Gay not, Pride, it is not a gay-friendly city. It is not a gay-friendly. They need, we need to make a resort called Las Vegas. 
a, a hotel ran by gay people. You know somebody in the hotel think, business. Make it happen. I do. I think that's the Trixie Motel. <laughs> but there's not gambling there. That's true. One of the funniest things on the Salt Lake City when they're going to stay at the Trixie Motel um, they Mary, do they do, Mary. Oh, do they do this on this season? Yeah, Mary oh, Cosby calls and goes, "Do you have Dom Perignon?" And they're like, "The some queen goes, um, um, I don't know. What kind of you gotta eat there? Well, there's a pizza and Mary's face. <gasps> I haven't seen. Is it Heather Gay, the one that set it up? Uh, Meredith, I believe. Oh, uh, Marta. No, loves it's, maybe it's Lisa. People. Maybe it is. I can't remember. And they can I think it's Meredith who sets it up. It's cute. I've been, I've seen it on the outside. It's really cute. Yeah, I want I want to go, but um, I'm, I'm I'm I don't love motels that much. But you probably could hook up with other guys in this one. Mm. Fair, you know, it's kind of actually. I'll change my opinion. I mean, Palm Springs. It's not like Palm Springs has a strip, but it's kind of actually in a neighborhood. To me, it houses. feels very couple. It feels like a couple's hotel. You kind of go and swing with other couples. I don't need to know this. <laughs> I don't need to know this. So, okay. So, even he does even make a like, he's like, well, my dad's not coming. She's like, your dad's dead. And he's like, I know. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't come anyway. And he is definitely trying to take her mind off of it. I think a sober Christian is very different than a drunk Christian who has just had it. Either it's really fake or he's a monster. Yeah. Either one's not great. So, yeah. Um, so then he does say later on, she's made a 180 degree change. And I was like, is this someone who finally got this phrase right? I, uh, on 90 Day Fiance, yes. Because yes. Um, <laughs> he didn't make a 360. And he just basically says, Rebecca's been a nightmare and so difficult to live with. And I went, what the fuck was the problem? This was so out of the blue. And again, Mary Payne tried to tell me when I talked about this, uh, we were talking, when I, talked to her last week on pink shade she said <laughs> she said it like this she said you just have to get used to it they jump forward on this show they move they just move that's the way it works and i went okay i know it's the way it works but it feels like the first season had jumping points and moved but this feels like the show takes a, or the people's story takes a one yeah i feel like mary Payne would be like with someone in World War One, like a nurse, and <laughs> and and the guy's like, "Wait, did did you cut my leg off, honey? We had to cut your leg <laughs> off. Up. This is the thing here in World War One. We need to move on. This is the reality." That I got to see the next person. Tell that's me how, you're Mary Payne without that, telling me you're Mary that's kind Payne. Of how she, that's kind of how she moves through the world. She's like, "We need to move on." <laughs> you your leg's gone, honey. Your leg's gone, honey. You'll get over it. We're going to slap you up. You're going to go home. You're going to go home. You're going to go home see your wife. It's going to be better for you. You're going to be, be better for you. <laughs> I got other patients. Ingrid! <laughs> Nurse Ingrid! <laughs> We're not shading you. We're just saying Mary Payne has got a no-nonsense way about the world. Now we're just doing bits about other podcasters on our show. We were always. It's never that far afield. So... This is what I feel like this was fraudacity, and I felt like it was completely because he goes to the, the pub, which he calls the boozer, which I kind of enjoy. I like that. Um, she doesn't know where he is. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, I just want five minutes of peace. And all I can think of is it is shitty not to answer her 
Um, it is. And she even says, why can't you say I'll be back soon? Because, again, she's, and, she doesn't seem like she's being unreasonable. Yeah, it's – but it was the, it was her – it was her kind of shut down behavior that made me feel like either he's done this to her before. Again, maybe I'm reading too much into it. It just did not feel good because he came in like slurring his words. I um, I just see, I guess I couldn't go there because even the drunk felt fake. Like he didn't even yeah. seem really drunk to me. It just her, her sitting there by herself saying, I'm trying to get a hold of it. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I actually hope I'm right and you're wrong because the I, reality is very sad. I feel like she's not very when she's in her when she's not in in the moments, she's very disconnected from her feelings. I agree. It, it um, seems like she's had like it, a lot of trauma or something. It's either that or or a lot of this is being recreated and she's a bad actor. I think it's that. Yeah. Um so Later also, on, can we just say too, it's very different? But like, boy, they need this tell-all because like, there was not like a sense of closure with Katie and Alejandro at all. They no. really just dropped that storyline. Other ones had it. Something's fishy there. I think they just don't want to talk about either the story. Either they filmed their wedding and that was it, and um. I don't know if we're going to get Katie and Alejandro. Yeah. There was no footage. No. So he's getting dressed at Nan's, and we've, we've never met her grandmother before. Um, so we're going to meet her on her wedding day. <laughs> sure. She, and she looked, I'm sorry, I had to laugh with her just literally with contouring, with brown contouring on her face. She's just sitting there talking about so serious, sitting in the bed, Rebecca doing her makeup. Oh, She's, you mean Rebecca, not Nan. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been even better if Nan was just <laughs> sitting there with contouring on her face. Yeah, it's the makeup. The makeup choices are interesting. Um, so later on, they're at the courthouse and uh, he tells the cameras to go away and something that feels extremely fake. Um, it does. It feels really fake. And then um, we already talked about her dress. Uh, <laughs> I wrote down her hair's kind of pretty. <laughs> her actually, her makeup doesn't. Even, it's a little too dark. It's too much. Yeah. It looks, but we, it's not, but it's. We not also terrible. didn't mention the black, which looks like behind her some type of black corset thing that was behind that was in on her as well. I forgot about that, and I wanted to forget I, I, about I, that. I kind of, I kind of was shaken. I went, <laughs> uh, "Why did you bring it up to me?" I don't know. It was like hanging I, out the back of her dress. I blocked it out of my mind. The only thing that I thought, which makes me feel a little bad, makes me think they had no money for this. But hmm. then I still go back, and I'm like, "But you can go like." You can go to even Goodwill, or maybe you can't in the UK, and find like a simple, even like a cute little dress from Old Navy. Or well, I guess I'm. I, I, I don't know. I think these people are buying this stuff off the rack, and they don't think they need to have anything fitted or altered. And it is fucked up that people believe this. Well, maybe when your dress. 
on your wedding day should fit you like a fucking glove. But even if you can't afford it, you can find clothes that do fit you better than yeah. this. But I, I would say find a cheaper gown and pay the money for the alteration. Pay even like getting like a even getting like bra cups or something to support mm-hmm. her boobs because she's got beautiful breasts, but they're just kind of oh they were there's that hang in there. They're just hanging there in this night. God, it was terrible. He looked like he was a, a high school senior wearing his dad's suit. It was bad. It was the whole thing about it. And then they it didn't even feel like they were that happy to be doing it. And he's talking about it. He's talking about the wedding. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know what? He's like, I decided to come here today. And then he's like, you know what? I can't. I'm walking, and then he's walking around like it just. That's what I'm saying. That fake, fake, that fake fake, camera shit. The switching back and forth. They might be. There was some Shane and Mert stuff this episode that we already kind of talk about that is fake, but I think this was the fakest thing that we saw the whole time. I and ironically, as they got married and walked down the steps, I wrote, "Yeah, they're not going to make it." Oh, really? I don't think they're going to make it. I think they're going to be divorced in like five years. Rebecca. Yeah. I, I've said this before. Five years is a good run. You 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 talk about you talk about five years of marriage as a failure? That's a good starter marriage. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. 
Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed
Do the BB corner. BB corner. Um, y'all. <laughs> Big news. Huge. Izzy is gone. Uh, Izzy, who was oh. the, the, the the other field's child, Ceres, kind of uh, uh, acolyte in the house, kind of the hatchet man, who kind of went around like she had real power. Oh. Uh, the only one worse behaving like she's got actual, they've got actual power is Jared, who has none <laughs> and, oh, okay. and is also a terrible game player, Suri's actual son. So, Izzy, Cameron nominated, uh, we, we said Felicia and Izzy last time, mostly I'm out look of spite. Up a picture so I know who you're talking about. Yes, she's the fl- flute playing lesbian. Oh, um, and I love a good well, lesbian. The, th- the thing about Izzy is. She was the one who knew who the Jared and and Sari were mother and son. And instead of oh. using that, she decided to be a star fucker because she was obsessed with Sari. And boy, her, her friendship looks like that. Yeah, her friendship with Sari blinded her, and she basically said, "If I win the veto." I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take myself down because it may, they might backdoor Sari, and I don't. I don't want Sari to win. She's a handsome lesbian, <laughs> but I just said that's not the reason to. You don't come into the show to make friends. This is stupid. There's seven. I think all this is revisionist history. That as soon as she got voted out, then she basically says, "Oh yeah, I, I would have done it again the exact same way." Liar. This is ridiculous. Your gameplay has been awful. Also, you walk around like you are the one calling all the shots. Mm-hmm. And it, it's she's not a good player. That's I did not. I will not mourn her. However, Sari is mourning her. And Sari basically just like is, is upset about it. And uh, just know that the next competition, the wall comp, which is a big deal, always comp. hard and endurance wise. They have to hold on to the wall and they're, they're kind of like, um, Oh, you would suck at that. I, w- I would not do well at most of the physical comps, the puzzle challenges. I would do very well. Um, I disagree. I think you're like, have awareness about your, I think you would do well. It's, oh, I don't know what they are. But I think you could do some of what physical. I'm just saying you I'm could fast. I'm, I'm just fast. saying you couldn't hold on. No, no, no. I, 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 and I, I'm not great with endurance. Well, uh, that's loaded. Sexually, question. yes. I think, yeah, <laughs> holding on to things, you would just, you couldn't stop focusing that you had to hold on to something and it would piss you off. I'd be angry. Um, I would have also thrown most of the comps till week four or five, which most people know to do. Because I would have been a floater. Until the week about four, four or five. Again, get on next season. Yeah, and then he, anyway, so Jared winds up winning the HOH. So now Jared, of course, goes on. I'm going to get first of all. I'm going to get Cameron out. I'm going to. They he actually does think Americori 
is AmeriCorps, AmeriCorps, red, white, exactly. and blue. And so he nominates both Corey and America just out of retribution because he blames them for somehow. And so does Izzy blames Corey for blowing up her game. And they're acting like it's not gameplay, that they're all friends. And uh, this is this is some of the worst gameplay. It, it They haven't let Sari just waltz out with the money yet, but... If, if she bungles this, it's going to be one of the worst moves in history. This The show is getting more exciting, but I will say the gameplay is awful. Mm. Um, so, But Jared's going to put them up. I don't want either of them to go home because they are the most interesting thing in the game right now for me, America and Corey. Okay. Um, I think Corey is probably the best player in the house besides Sari. He looks like um, a little Eagle Scout. I'm looking he at is, all their pictures. He is very young. Oh, I yeah. bet you're into that guy Cameron with all that hair. No, he's a complete nutter asshole. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have sex he's... with him? No, 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 I would not. Okay. Trust me. So you think Corey and then, oh, wow, that one guy is gay, the one that was kicked off. Who? Hysom? Hysom? Yeah. That's some gay face. He's cute, though. Oh, Hysom is kind of hot. Hysom was no, he's fucking, Hysom was a Got a big fucking, dick. like, was, like, a, like questioning people like an SS officer. So, do you think you might want to stay in the house because you are the one I've chosen? Um, It'd be nice if we could work together, but we, you need to go. Oh. Jared's cute. He's an utter incompetent. Doesn't know what the fuck's going on and thinks he's an amazing and player. And that's the son. Yeah, okay. That's Suri's son. Okay, and then oh god, Luke is gross. He's so, gone. Oh, I've he never said looked the at N word the first week. <laughs> oh, he did. Yep. Yep. Okay, Matt. I knew who that was. That's the one. That's the swimmer. Also a terrible player. Oh, has no concept because he thinks he's in really in with Sari, but the moron thinks he's going to do anything better than fourth place because he's going to have Felicia and Jared are going to go there before him. It's not going to help him to get in there because he hasn't been really – he, really, he can't justify playing the game well to the jury. Uh, it's, I don't think these people have really ever thought about jury. What about me, Cole? She's pretty. She has floated the fuck in this game. I think if she starts making moves, I don't think – I don't think if she has it in her. And she's really funny, though. And uh, She's pretty. And Red's gone. And Bowie – fucking Bowie Jane <sighs> – I don't know. She's she just is really fucking clueless all the time. That Riley girl looks stupid. Is she? She's she was gone like the first week. Okay. Well, that yeah, she looks like yeah. That, yeah. She wasn't. So I've never it's looked not at that. Their she pictures. was dumb. No, no one really came in with a strategy. And I think the Sari twist kind of fucked with everybody. And it. What I still am amazed at is there was no one, maybe it wasn't on camera, maybe it was on some of the feeds, I don't, but a lot of people said they didn't see it. No one said, you know, Ceri's been on Survivor a lot. Ceri's, and also she was on this show that no one talks about called The Traders, and she won it. But people are actually, people know that she was on a show called The Traders. And, but everyone's kind of like, but she's great in the house. It's so stupid. Anyway, I respect Sari a lot, 
But hell, she and she might have gotten me out week four if I mentioned it. But I would have gone out fighting to get that bitch out because she is dangerous. She's gonna walk away with the money. I want you to win it because I want you to have the money. Actually, I really want you more just to get famous to help our show. Of course, but. but so I don't know if I'd want you to win it. I kind of would want you to go like to like the penultimate episode and then you get voted out and we just like in a movie, we see the evil will come out and you just rage at everyone on your way oh, out while the flames like that guy from ghost. Like when the things, the shadows come up and grab him and he goes, but no, he was screaming. Be like, no, no, no. You would be still raging like a pissed off dragon. I would go out in a blaze of bitterness. <laughs> I would go to that jury house just telling everything I knew. I would go, and you, and you. I, it would be like drag race reading room. You would. You would throw everyone out. And, and you would completely make the house implode. So that way, after you left, there was just carnage and it completely changed. Oh, yeah. I would want that. Oh, by the way, Izzy, he told me to say this about you. <laughs> I would go with my mentor, ah! who was Danelle, and I would play the worst poisoning of the well game. Yep. If I can't win, I'm going to make it that you all hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to watch it. Sounds uh, a little bit like Shane's mom. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, actually, let's talk about Tion and David. Oh, I, I don't want to end on. I forgot. I don't want to end on them. Oh, yeah. Um, it's only three. Again, I've said this before. I don't know what the point of airing a story like this is i don't think an american production company would air this are you are you kidding no i'm saying i think they would but, why but not there needs to be there needs to be there needs to be a a comeuppance in a way that makes us humanize her at the end and there's not i wonder was there, did they think there was, and is there actually just nothing redeemable about her? I I agree. I think that might be there, but I'm saying the way reality TV works here, only in the most craziest villains, we also, she's the hero, remember? She's the one from the UK. Mm -hmm. So you can't have, you can have the villain be the one from the other country. That's happened before. We have, we've rarely not, we've had Lita. But it's why at first it kind of made it interesting is that, you know, you, again, everybody, they do this on 90 Day Fiance where we have people that you are, you're going, oh, that person's taking advantage of the American. Then you see, actually, no, the American is the asshole. Yeah. I mean, Bilal and Shy, they're an example of that. And so it, but maybe they wanted will, to show that on but, UK. Let me correct you about Bilal and Shida. There were moments where you could say, especially in the end of the season, they wrapped it up nicely. Mm -hmm. This production company chose not to do that. She's still a vile, insipid wretch of a person. Yeah, the only thing, um, it almost reminds me of like a, 
Well, no, it's different. It's but what's different about it is most people, like Ed and Rose. Rose was like, "Yeah, fuck this guy, I'm out." I just yeah. keep asking myself, what's wrong with David that he wants to keep continuing to take this type of treatment? From I someone? don't know. My brain can't make it make sense. I don't think and he wants to go to the. I don't think he wants to go to the UK. I don't think that is end game for him. And the, the storytelling is very frustrating. And the way he cries over her constantly, yeah. it's like someone hurt him. We don't know a lot about David's past. We actually don't know a lot about either of their past. So, y'all, she's at the hotel because she said um, she wants to go live in the town of Footloose that outlawed dancing. Yeah. Um, because she's like, I don't want to have a dance with anyone ever. Ever and again. And David calls, and she's hanging up, and then finally she messages him. He comes to the hotel, and then Tian says, if he continues doing salsa, I will break up with him. I'm overcompromising. And I wrote down, ha! <laughs> yeah. Uh, God. Like, You're overcompromising. Sure. There is just... I'm trying to think of a 90-day character that we've had. I don't think there's an analog. Nothing is redeemable, because... Nothing is redeemable about her. I don't think there's an analog. Even Lita's story had moments where she would be emotional. Um, Eric remember, and Lita, yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, that's and you at least. Well, you are you understood, that's, Lita. That's what I was about to say. You understood why Lita did that. You understood. Um, we even you below, understand we understand Tion. why he yeah. does that. You don't understand her at all. It and you don't understand very, why she's with this guy? Um, I think that's actually the best way I could describe it. This couple feels very, especially on her end, two-dimensional. Yep. And it's really unsatisfying. And uh, anyway, she's like, why are you smiling? The first thing when she goes in there and he's like, well, he smiles when he's uncomfortable because you're mad at him and he doesn't know what else yes. to fucking do. Yes. And anyway, she's like, well, I'm not going to do, do anything um, unless you give up dancing. He's like, but I love dancing. No, no. Give it up. Don't. You're not respecting my boundaries. And then he says, okay. okay I won't dance. He's like, he's like fine. I, I won't dance. Never Don't ask me. Won't dance. What is that from? Merci beaucoup. My... Girl hates me, so I'm gonna hate myself too. But it, what is that from? It's is that not Cole Porter? Is that Irving Berlin? It's like I won't. It's from. Um, I think that movie is from. Song. Fred Astaire movie or that song? Yeah, it was Fred Astaire that did it. It was in. That sounds right. I can't place it. Uh. From the movie Roberta, yes. Oh, I've never seen that's Jerome Kern. Uh, I love that movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long what? time. Roberta, I I, I know the musical. Big, I went through a big Fred Astaire Fred Astaire stage when I was in middle school, and I watched. All, I love Top Hat. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Because um, it had but, the word top in it. No, I just love the <laughs> I love the story of it. Putting on my Shocker. Top hat. Love Fred Astaire. Let's move on. Um, so 
she says, he's like, you can't dance with anybody else because you dance with my grandmother. And he then she's like, fine, I won't do it either. And in the weird and, and weird, then she, then she forgives him for dancing. He said, so, I will give up my passion for salsa and put you first. And I wrote, I hate this couple. So the next day, they're up early. She's doing nothing but complaining because she's horrible. And the monument. And I'm like, why aren't you wearing clothes? Oh, I t- I'll tell you why. Because you knew you were going to get engaged. So you wanted to look cute. Yeah. Because there, and, and then you complain about it being cold. And here's a hint, honey. Wear a coat until the photographs come out. And then you take off your coat. And then you take off the coat. It's like when we were leaving Vegas at four in the morning for a cab, there were all these girls trying to take pictures of themselves in the hotel lobby. And like one of them is sitting on the floor eating nachos while the other girl's standing up in the pretty. And I'm like, you all look like haggard trash. Why are you taking (laughs) the pictures at the end of the night? Why are you taking your pose picture at the wind looking like bullshit? Pictures at the beginning. Pictures at the beginning. Yep. So, uh, this, she keeps saying, um, or well, he let's says, just get to it. Yeah. He, he says, I'm sorry for everything I've done. Now, as opposed to, I complained about this where, when Amanda wrote in her Dear John letter to Rosvon, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything I done. She didn't this really is, know what she was talking about. This is different. This man is basically saying, I don't know everything I've done wrong. So I might as well, I was just saying, I'm sorry for everything I've ever done. Sorry for breathing and existing, basically is what he's saying. he starts to cry. And she's like, well, you're my girlfriend. You're my soulmate. Would you marry me? And she goes, yeah. And he gets down and he opens the ring box. And the first thing she says is, that's not the real ring. Where's the real ring? And he's and she said, this one isn't real gold. And he says, oh, you're so cheap. He says, it is gold. She said, no, it's not. No, it's not. He's like, yeah, it's real gold. This isn't the ring we discussed. She said, this is an eyesore. And her reasoning is, he knows who I am. This is ridiculous. This is a slap in the face to me. Disrespectful for to me. And then she uh, acts like that really in that first season, that really horrible, overdramatic drag queen from Pose. <laughs> That's how she acts. That character got wow. better, but the first season that character was very one-dimensional. Angelica, just, the mother. Yeah, Angelica, yeah. the first season, she got much better, but the first season she was just so unrelatable and just a bitch. And she was a terrible actor too. She, she grew got, into. They, they she got, got better. They got her some acting classes. She got better. They got better. Yeah. Um, she did. The flowers were nice, but um, this is false hope. And then later on, she just says, "I'd rather have you." I'd rather have you not have a ring and saved your money. And I went bullshit. Bullshit. She would have read him for filth and said, well, you can't even buy me the ring. Why would you provoke? It, her, her goal in life is to make him feel like shit. Yeah, she's a vengeance demon conjured up. What did, what did David's ancestors do? But at this point, I don't feel sorry for David anymore I'm, because I'm he says, what is your problem? You're being so mean. She's like, I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. He's like, he's like, you don't have to be so mean. Have and some self-respect. And she's like, what? I, what? You want me to lie to you? And then later she says, you know, 
I need to make it up to him. And she goes to him and says, well, listen, I just want to tell you, I want to make things up to you. And I'm, and I wasn't prepared. Sorry. And he accepts that shitty fucking apology in two seconds. Like magic pussy. What is this? I don't know. And that's, and that's all we have of them. I think you said it best. Two-dimensional. There's no... What's missing this season, aside from the couple we're going to talk about next, is the feeling that these people are three-dimensional, flawed people, but have good intentions and actually love one another. And when that it, we don't have that, we don't care. It's. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Either Shane and Merritt or... Louise and Jose, heart of the wow. season. Heart of the season. <laughs> but do you disagree? No, because we kind of no. learned the most about Louise and Jose. Here's the other thing. There are, to be a success on this show, you have to have some type of unintentionally funny thing about you that's kind of cringe. There's a lot of cringe in Jose and uh, Louise. And there's a lot of cringe with Mert and Shane, too, of the way they talk and the way they should not be together. But they somehow found one another. The Tian and David stuff doesn't compute because she's awful. He's a complete simp with no reason to be with her. I think Shane or Katie will read her, read Tian for fucking Phil. I hope so. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Let's talk about Shade and Mert. We're getting leftover. This is, I feel like we were only given two-thirds of this storyline. I Um, I don't think this was frosacity. I think this was just bad storytelling. I agree. Yeah. I think they filmed, I think we got... Let's say they filmed 500 hours of footage. Um, And I think they tried to tell an entire storyline with maybe trying to to use 
three hours tops. I th- I think whereas you know Rebecca and Christian had nothing, I think with Shane and Merritt they had too, too much. Too much. Yeah. And honestly, I, I wish they would have just cut out David and Tian and just showed more Shane and Mert. Agree. Because Agree. this was beautiful. I am rooting for them. So Oh, at, their at wedding the stag, was so sweet. At the Stag Hindu. The um, Stag Hindu. It did not go well because Mert was shouting and swearing, talking on the phone to his mother. And in this is 24 hours earlier, we're talking about um, the drama between uh, her mother and Mert, and, and which she, you guys, yeah. we have never, never seen anything except kind of acceptance and mom complaining that the house was small. No, but now, we saw her seeing their new place and hugging Mert and jumping up and down with him and squealing. So it's a failure that we never saw this fight. No, all we have is remember, Shane saying, I know you and mom have been fighting about this. If it doesn't happen on camera, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's a very important distinction of this show. And for Poodle, our Piano Cat 77. <laughs> Same thing. If it didn't happen on camera, then you're not getting paid never for happened, it. And I can't sell it. <laughs> if I can't sell it, I'm going to sit on it. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a RuPaul thing. That's a song. If I can't sell it, I'm going to sit on it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. <sighs> Sounds gross. Anyway. Uh, so the fact we didn't see it, and so we're playing Willie Bingo at the, at the Hindu, Johnson Cock. Johnson Cock. They're all just drinking and smoking. I love it. Mom pulls up in the car, but then drives away. I feel like this was not mom. I feel like this was a PA. And. Oh, see, I feel like it was her. And we never hear the mom's voice unless she's talking to Murder on the phone. And it felt like they were dropping someone off, but we didn't see that drop off. Unless so, mom didn't want to be on camera. Because I will say, talking to the mail parlor, y'all, I think there's a dark side to mom that we haven't seen. Really? Well, she does. She's, she, she's, I think she's probably bullish. She's yeah. a bully and a bitch. And Shane is talking to her very kind, saying, this upsets me. And she yeah. looks at her own daughter and is like, well, that's the way I am. It's who I am. But and you, I was like, fuck you, mom. And this Sorry, idea I'm jumping ahead, but um, of so that made me believe that. So Mert, Mert is calling the mom and says, this is an important day. You are mom. And and she says, I'm behind on the decorations for the wedding. But the thing is, yes, it's her. I I had one thought that maybe she just kind of. She just thought it wasn't that big of a deal because she thought she may be more fun with her daughter. To, there were going to be like racy things there, and so she didn't want that. But at the same time, um, it seemed like that that hurt Shane, that her mother. And so Mert takes up for his fiance. And the weird thing is Shane trying to. This is the weird thing. Shane being upset at Mert for being upset at her mother and not letting Mert have his own feelings. that's the way I saw, you know, it's interesting. Shane said before, she's like, well, you were screaming on the phone and I was watching this going, when are we going to see him screaming and being ridiculous on the phone? Because he's not Mert. I thought was very, for the most part, 
you could tell he was pissed, but he and he'd was, been drinking. But you could, we didn't see him screaming at mom on the phone. We we heard him. We didn't get the footage. Setting a boundary and saying you need to step up and be a mom and mm-hmm. be here for your daughter. I we actually saw Shane is the one who got triggered and freaked out. This is what I think. This is what I think my theory is. I think the reason maybe they don't have a lot of this is because mom didn't agree to it because I think mom and Shane have been in a very close codependent relationship. Yep. And mom is so at first was all excited, but then she realized, wait, Shane's moving out. I don't see Shane all the time. Mom is much older. I got to act out. She's she mom is jealous. She's yep. jealous and she's taking it out on her daughter and Mert. And I will say one thing to Shane and Shane says, you don't, you shouldn't be mad at my mother. I should. And all I can think of is you can't tell your fiance who loves you how to feel about any of this. Don't minimize that. And, and loves not, your mother, lived with your and, mother, spent time yeah. with her. So I, that kind of gatekeeping bothered me, it did, but it yeah. really hits at the root of what you're talking about. They are in a codependent relationship, Shane, sorry, Shane and her mother. And so, so there's, so always Shane thinks she has to defend her mother, even when her mother does shitty things. You hit it. Gatekeeping is a great word to describe what she was doing. That's a good yeah. word. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, he, he basically says later on, um, he's like, I'm asking you as my wife, is your, is your wife make things right with mom later on, we're getting our nails done. And mom, Shane, and Grace, and that's when you that scene you were talking about. Yeah, you go ahead, where where she says basically, she like, me the wrong I am way. hard to deal with. I am a bitch. I just think when you're look, we have how poodle. How many times have we had scenes of people getting their nails done before a wedding? Wedding nails, wedding nails. And when Stacy is nicer to Darcy than a mom is to their daughter, that's a problem. Yeah. How about when Debbie and Larissa actually make up at the nail salon? Yes! I just think more... I think more care is taken in the storytelling um, than is normally with this with with a U.S. production company than this one. It just felt cliff notes. I said that last episode. Yeah. And so, y'all, it is the day before the wedding. They're in the, the venue. He's not comfortable in the mattress because he's like, we can't do five minutes. We can't fuck. We can't um, Five minutes. I will say, it's not a very long time, and I can usually get my business done quickly. Um, that means, y'all, he is not, he does not play the long game. <laughs> yeah, I, He's a one-minute man, probably. I don't need to know about how long it takes for you to do your business, poodle. Mm, a good, a, a, I can be done nope. in Mm-mm. a good twenty. I've, if I skip the pre-show, um, if the if the car a good is already twenty ri- to thirty minutes, if the truck is already going around the track at fifty-seven miles an hour, and you can just step yeah, out into it, fifty-seven Chevy, yeah, hits me mm-hmm, the right way. It, Fifteen minutes. If I skip the the pleasantries and the cool down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you could see my face when he said and "cool the, down," and then when, then when I pull into the no, the, the, the pit crew and they go, <laughs> and they take my wheels off. <laughs> that means a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we got a problem. She's gaping. 
<laughs> but she's back on the road. <laughs> she's playing another round. Oh my god! There goes Poots. <laughs> He's lapping her. Um. Anyway, wow. So on wedding day. Calls his mom, and this is really sweet. I wish I was there. The dad says, we wish you all his the blessings. family is so supportive of him. May God bring you happiness. Oh! And I think it does feel so rushed that we don't really have time to kind of sit with this. And usually characters talk about, uh, cast members talk about their feelings a little bit more. And I think we just had so much plot to get in. Can, can you, you um, actually also... The show did it. You actually glossed over something else. I don't know if you caught it. I'll be interested to see if you caught this or not because it was so quick. We see after the party and all that kind of comes down and after Shane talks to her mom, she talks to Mert and says, Mert's like, I'm missing my family. And, and she says, yeah, I just want you to have a time where you talk to my mom and you two work it out. Or maybe that was, she said that before that. And then she talks to her mom. We never see them work it out. No, we didn't. So they bring up plot points of setting in 90 Day America. They're going to set up them meeting and talking. Yeah. We never got that. We just see wedding day. Yeah. Agree. So to me, tells me either they wasn't anything interesting enough or mom refused to do it. Possibly. Because mom even said, why can't we just get along and say we get along with each so other? So we see what mom says. She's very, how British of you just push it down. Yeah. So later on, y'all, he sees this, the wedding. He sees her walking down the aisle. Now I will say oh. the suit could fit better on him, but he looks cute. Um, he puts his suit. arms out. He's giggling. It's so cute. And uh, she looks great in the dress. Gorgeous. The makeup is on point. Gorgeous. Um, Her hair wedding, looks beautiful. Yeah, it. They are, and but mom and Mert seem cordial to one another. I gotta say, so, mom's dress was stunning on her. She looked beautiful. The, the, the kind of teal thing. I also forgot that Mert's name was Bilal. His given oh, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. And I went. <laughs> Not the same poodle. Don't. It's like worry. someone whispered across my grave. Um. Anyway, but you know they and they have to use they have to use the vows of two men, which I, I that was shocking. They like and and Shane said, "Yeah, we we told them, but they said they can't change it." So I guess they have to read. It's a, it's a you know we we forget that um, the UK can be a very conservative country with some of its yeah. rules. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, and the, they're like you're. You're you. She said, "You make me the happiest person." And Shane said, "My whole life, I've just wanted to be happy, and I just wanted no one, not someone to, who didn't want to change me." And and also, I, I love them. I love them. Also, part of the show. <laughs> say, I agree. Shane says something. I think she says, "I used to feel I don't deserve this, but I do deserve this." And she she brought, like you said, I wanted someone to accept me, but I think this is so important in your relationship too. She said, I wanted someone to accept me, but also someone to show me off. Basically if someone mm -hmm. to be someone who is, and this is a really important thing in queer relationships is you want, or I think any real, but you want someone who is proud to be with you and can do that in I, public. That is, that is very important. Yeah. I totally agree. It's uh, like, um, 
Yeah. It was beautiful. God, I, I hope they're able to survive the relationship when Mert wants to be Polly. Because <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they do. That's the show. <laughs> That's, That's the show. season. That's the season. Boy, you're really bitter. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I've just got to see it. Wow. Anyway. I would say that about you. If you got married, I'm like, well, I hope that guy can handle it when Poodle says he wants to be in an open relationship every night. Well, he doesn't have to be in one, but I need to be in one. Go to (laughs) realitygaze.com, everybody. That's where you can find us. Follow us on social media, Reality Gaze Podcast. Reality Gaze on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck it's called. X. I want to get off of it, but but nobody does threads, even though we're on that too. I know. And then uh, where else? Oh, Reality Gaze on the TikTok. Find us there. Um, uh, and yeah, tune in. We're going to be covering the Golden Bachelor. We're very excited about that. A lot of stuff coming up for the next few months for your listening pleasure. And if you like that, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave five stars. What you, what do they write, Poods? You can write, keep going, Queens. Sure can. Put a KGQ. All right, everybody. We call these lads and lassies across the Born lonely lads and lassies, poods. And if you're you're a lonely, where's this going? I don't know. Lonely lad and lassie across the pond, looking for some love in all the wrong pubs and pubs and shanties and boozers and boozers. Just uh, you can you can say to your husband, Nigel. <laughs> Oh, I Can you please be Chauncey tonight? I'm going to listen to my gays. You're a Nigel's wife. You're a Nigel's wife. You can call us. You can, you can <laughs> give us a ring. <laughs>